Hey, how's it going? It's Tim Brown, and this is a special episode of the Next Level Contractor Podcast. Hey, Dews, and today we're talking about amplifying your existing content rankings with this easy on-page SEO checklist. And we're actually going to be doing this live for you. So we're going to not only we're going to talk through this checklist, we're going to tell you each of the Do items. it live. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it we're live. Also going to be doing it as we're talking through it so you can see how it's done if you watch the YouTube version of this or the video version. Um, so with me today is Cody, an SEO specialist at Hook Agency. And Cody, can you just talk through, if you did this for like three or four posts on somebody's website, what kind of results that they might be able to see? Absolutely. I think first off, uh, it really depends on the position of the posts before you do the level ups. You want to look for pages that have the highest opportunity to win and get the results you're looking for. Um, but that's something we can touch on at a later point. If you find the right post, I mean, you can see dramatic increases. So over the last three months, uh, I've been kind of, for one of our clients, doing some on-page level ups for posts that really could use either a tweak or a boost or a push in some way. Um, and under the right circumstances, I mean, we're seeing increases from like seven clicks to like 45 clicks over the last three months and position jumps from about 20 to within the first page, seven or eight. Um, and that's like, right right where you want to be and then after that it's just continued optimization to get it and optimization and links to get it ranking number one um, but it's all it's all about coming back revisiting content and making it work even better for its intended keyword so basically 5x your traffic on stuff that's already working by doing this it's a huge piece of SEO on page SEO it's modifying content. It's doing actual things on the website related to content and related to things that are on a specific page. And like Cody said, it's the best to work on ones that are already doing something well. So it's, it's kind of harsh to think about it this way, but every time you write a piece of content, it's almost like it's fishing and seeing yep. if you catch rankings, right? And sometimes you catch them, sometimes you don't. If you do keyword strategy and keyword research, you're more likely to catch them. Yeah. But we wait and we see, and then we see what's working well. Yeah. And um, that's, that's a part of content marketing is, is yeah. writing a lot and seeing what works, right? Yeah. I mean, just an example, one of the posts for our clients was actually about the best sports bars in Minneapolis to watch the Super Bowl at. And the whole angle of it was, where's the best place to watch the Super Bowl? And Google picked up and said, hey, you're actually going to rank for best sports bars in Minneapolis. So what did we do? What happened? It wasn't getting clicks because no one cared about the Super Bowl in April, but people still were wanting to find the best sports bars in Minneapolis. So a good SEO sees that and says, hey, we have a post that doesn't really mean anything anymore. Let's upcycle that into a post that's about the best sports bars in Minneapolis and make that work for, I don't know, something that we want. Exactly. So <laughs> it's basically looking for opportunities, right? You have to look for opportunities and yeah. Search Console is a wonderful place to look for opportunities. Yeah. So let's get into this checklist. All right. The first thing you could do, let's say we have a post um, for this video slash podcast. We're going to actually be looking at a post called 20 simple ways to give your home style a modern farmhouse twist. 
So I don't know if that's interesting to you, but for the purposes of this, think about any post that you have on your website that's doing very well and you want to make it do even better. So as I'm talking through each of these, Cody is going to do them. Um, the first one is add a photo. That's easy enough, right? Doing it right now. You either add a photo that you took or that is, you know, Creative Commons. Don't add photos that you don't, that aren't Creative Commons, meaning other people have said anyone can use this. Don't use those photos. Only use photos that are in uh, Creative Commons or that you took yourself. Make the photo file name dash like dash this dot JPEG. So put dashes in between the words, describe the photo in the file name, and actually use the keyword phrase. The other piece of it is adding alt text on that photo and other photos on that page. So if you're modifying an existing post, we might go into edit and then alt text and change the name. Now, in this case, it had the dashes, it was using the file name, but we're actually changing it out to give a little bit more context to what that photo is about and to potentially use the keyword or words like it. And after you do this a few times, you kind of get in rhythm. Oh, I should mention things like this. Um, I should mention shoulder topics or other words yep. that I might um, that somebody might be looking for. You also want to describe the image accurately so that screen readers can say what the image was. Next, add the keyword to subheadings. So in this case, we have use a neutral palette and we're changing it to modern farmhouses use neutral colors. So we're actually using the keyword phrase in that H2 subheading. And it may seem like a simple thing and you may say, you know, that's keyword stuffing. Frankly, we want to kind of stay away from anything that feels super unnatural. So don't keyword stuff, just make sure you're, you're, you know, you can use it in a natural way. But um, yeah, some people are apprehensive to do this. The key is, yes, simple things like adding your keyword phrase to a subheading actually matter. So you got to find that balance for you between keyword stuffing and using it in a way that feels natural. Yep. Next, hey, what can we use? Uh, what can we f use as far as like shoulder topics or other subtopics yeah. um, to fill this out? Particularly, you, let's say you've already written this post, it's gone out, it's been out for a while, it's starting to rank for things. Let's look at what it's starting to rank for and, um, and then actually Google that. So we spend a lot of time Googling stuff as oh, yeah. SEOs. You can't do SEO without looking at the search engine results pages. Nope. You gotta spend time Googling stuff, looking at what it is. It seems simple. So much of this seems very simple. Yep. But what we're gonna do is we're gonna Google a term. So let's, what is one of the main uh, terms that this is ranking for, Cody? Two of the main terms it's ranking for is modern farmhouse style and modern farmhouse ideas. So let's Google modern farmhouse ideas and see what is Ooh. coming up on Google. All right. So when we're Googling this, Modern Farmhouse Ideas, we found something that it's ranking for. And, and I'll tell you how to find that in a second. Sorry, I'm skipping ahead a little bit. But basically, now we're popping this into uh, Google. 
and we Googled it. There's a lot of images, this one, a lot of images. And then there's this box that says, People Also Ask. And there's little drop downs. And uh, Cody's rubbing his hands together because he's excited because look at all these other topics that people are looking for that we can actually snatch. Free money. Google, yeah. Google is basically saying people are Googling that and then they're Googling this. Yeah. It's and we want to, you know, every know. single post, we don't just want it to rank for one thing. We want it to rank for 25. We want it to rank for 300 things. Yeah. Right. Or more. You know, I saw somebody write a post this past, uh, a couple of months ago, and it ranked for 3,000 things almost immediately because it was something that a lot of people are Googling, and it had low commercial intent. Like, people were less likely to go after that because there wasn't ways to monetize it. Yeah, and it probably had shoulder topics, too. But the point is, is like, we want it, we want it to rank for things that can be monetized, but you this is a great place to look the people also ask box when you google that term yeah so give some examples of what's in there that you might consider adding content for why is farmhouse decor so popular what is the difference between farmhouse and country decor and can you mix farmhouse and modern i don't know what is urban farmhouse style exactly so, goes on. yeah so you can use all of that stuff to then build out more content on your your poster page yeah you can also use something called lsi keywords that's short for latent semantic indexing if you google how to find lsi keywords um, you can there's basically generators for this what google is trying to figure out just a brief explanation of lsi keywords is if you're talking about bark how do i know whether you're talking about you know a birch tree or some kind of trees bark or you're talking about a dog a dog's bark so if google sees the word bark you know crawls your page and and detects that there's the word bark it's also going to look for context clues like yorkie or pug or um birch Right? So it's starting to understand the context and how these words relate to each other so that it shows things for the right reason. And you can find the types of LSI keywords basically that it's looking for in your case. So if, if you wanted to rank for modern farmhouse, let's say, and there's a bunch of other things that are considered LSI keywords, related keywords, you could sprinkle those in throughout the content. Now, if you're a writer and you're researching this or you're a business owner and you're researching this topic and or you know a ton about this topic, you're naturally going to use those LSI keywords. So for most people, it's not extremely important for you to dig hard into this. But if you're an SEO and you weren't involved in the writing or the research around that topic, you might consider looking up LSI keywords and trying to make sure that those are present or including more of them. Yes. So that's the quick uh, spiel on LSI keywords. Next, add text from other things something is ranking for in Search Console. If you're looking for things that it's ranking for already, Search Console is a wonderful way to figure that out. And you can check out the video that shows how to set up Search Console in the description or in the first comment, and it will show you exactly how to set up Search Console on your site. It's such an amazing tool. So we're gonna actually look what this post is already getting impressions for 
on Search Console. Let's, so let's let's go in there and check it out. Cody's got it right here. So talk us through it. All right, we got modern farmhouse decor. We got farmhouse color palette. We got farmhouse style. We got ten modern farmhouse elements. Farmhouse design. Could you elements. project that on the screen as well, so these guys can see that? Yes. So. What we're looking for is ones that are closely related to the topic that we want. So modern farmhouse decor is going to be good. I already touched the first title is on had to do with the color palette. Um, so finding a way to weave that into that title would be very good. Um, farmhouse style is just a natural one that's going to end up in the post anyways. And the list goes on and on. But it's taking these and adding them into the page if they're not already there. So what you might be catching on to here is this will, this will affect the actual content of the page. We need to be thinking about our content as living, breathing, growing, and not just stagnant. You put it out once and it's done. Um, so in this case, we're actually potentially going to modify the content. We will modify the content. Yes. yes, we will modify the content. So that's why like, ideally with our clients, we want as much autonomy to kind of work on their behalf as possible. Because yep. if we change some of the content, obviously that matters, right? Um, if you do not change the content on the post, your ability to like get a post ranking is severely inhibited. Like it's, it's drastic. You're reducing your ability to actually get results on it. And so in this case, we might be actually adding new information and add yeah. actually fleshing out new parts. I'm going to actually skip around on this a little bit um, because it really makes sense to talk about these last things now based on where we're at in this conversation. Yep. Restructuring the images and text just to look natural and engaging. So yeah. we actually want people to stay on that site, stay on that page longer. And that actually sometimes just means moving things around, making there be an intro paragraph and then an image right away, or yep. making sure there's text visible when they land on the page so that they actually can start reading. Um, different types of ways to kind of you want to look on the front end of the site and see, hey, what does this need? Maybe there needs to be a photo a little bit quicker in the page. Yeah, no images. No images right now. So this, Super thin content. This thing was ranking okay for some stuff, but it certainly needs some images. So in that case, you need to be able to get in and get stuff done in here. Now, hey, if you spent three hours trying to modify this thing, the ROI on that time and the, that effort is, no, but for real, I'm actually saying it's yeah. actually somewhat low. So you need to get in there and actually do this stuff kind of quick. And that's kind of what I'm saying here. It's like this all has to be run and gun. You can't be so high and mighty about it. Now, I, you know, the key is, is that there needs to be actual changes done on the front end that affect the look, that affect the content, those types of things. Um, you can also link internally to other related pages. Yep. And then also we often go in, especially if something is doing well, we'll increase how well it's doing by going in and adding links from other pages on the site. So we could actually go look for a few pages that are ranking really well for their term and then link to this page to increase its, its authority on the site. And internal links are one of those ways. It's actually super easy to get more internal site links. Like we have, we have control of this whole site. We can go in and change those pages and add links to them. That's awesome. It's all well within our control and we can significantly increase the amount of links to this page from inside. So some people might think like, 
Uh, links in site, yeah, links in the in the same website really significantly help your ranking for a particular term, especially if they're keyword rich, yep. meaning the text that's linking to them is the same text that you want to rank for. You can also link externally to authoritative sources. So let's say Home and Garden did a really great post. Or I, I don't know what you have down there. What's the site that you're going to link to? The site that I'm going to link to is EllaDecor.com. EllaDecor. So EllaDecor is um, apparently a decently high authoritative website in this niche. It's the number one rank for modern farmhouse ideas. There you go. So you can just Google the term and see what else is ranking for that um, and then often use that. Now, if you're in a tight race for number one and two, maybe don't, maybe don't give them the edge. But for most instances, it's okay. Link off to something authoritative. And by authoritative, you can usually can tell. You usually can tell. Is it a, is a large publication? Is it a government website? Is it a college website? Is it something that actually has authority in that niche? In this case, something for interior design, I believe. Next, reshaping the theme of the post. So Cody brought this one to my attention. Often he is making something into a listicle that wasn't previously a listicle yeah. and organizing it better. So once you start to see what ranks for something, Google it. And sometimes the only thing that's ranking on the top five spots is a listicle, meaning it's like seven ways to do this or 12 ways to learn how or whatever it happens to be, right? Yep. If that's the type of content that the people want, give the people what they want. Yeah, you're not going to reinvent the wheel. Go with what's working and like double down on what you have that's good, what's not good and not lining up with what's on the top. Cut it out and then just continue to build out even obviously don't steal content but i mold how my post looks and how it's going to read and feel based upon what's actually ranking on google exactly and there's pretty big changes it sounds like a pretty big change right like yeah. you're actually changing the title of the post yeah. you're changing you're turning it into a listicle you're actually yep. significantly changing what that was originally yeah yeah and what you're saying, what I'm, I feel what you're saying is like, don't be romantic about yeah. this. You wrote something, don't be romantic in your, you know, your business. You have yeah. to change to kind of accommodate what, um, what your customers want and don't be romantic when it comes to content. If you got really in, you, you know, you wrote this post, let's say yeah. 12 months ago and you thought people were going to love it for one reason, but they're loving it for a different reason or other people in the same niche, their content is ranking higher than yours because their post is just in the form of a list, then change it into a list. Just yep. relax, relax on the way your content goes out and, and let people um, consume content they in the way that they want to. Yeah. All right, the last three. This this is so obvious, but tweak the meta title and front load the keyword. So a meta title is the little blue text that you see in Google search results for something. We used uh, we use Yoast SEO for this site, and we might take the keyword, let's say modern farmhouse style. And we could put that at the beginning of the, the SEO title. Like, you have to make it feel natural. So it could be modern farmhouse style, um, 20 ways to give your home, you know, a, uh, what, what, would you, what are you changing it to, by the way? 20 modern farmhouse ideas you can use a day. 
pics. Because we're gonna add pictures to it. I love that. Yeah. So so brackets work. So he's using brackets and then the word pics because um, I think he's trying to keep it short so it fits within that. Um, fifty-five characters. Fifty-five characters, and he's taking modern farmhouse ideas and front-loading that at the beginning of the post. And I, I think that uh, numbers work really well. Brackets work really well. Things like pictures, video, um, inspiration, ideas, and I, just a real quick note. I'm sure I've talked about this many, many times, but the reason that that number works well is because people have a limited amount of time and they want to know that you're going to give them value very quick in a way that they can scan so listicle is essentially saying i've organized this well for you and i respect your time and then you can also change the meta description so both these things if you just install yoast seo or a plugin like it or if you're on wix or squarespace or something like that where meta title sometimes they call it SEO title, is available to edit, change it around. This is a huge amount of impact, and a lot of people don't realize that you can impact your own SEO in this way very quickly and easily. Yeah. And then also you can change the meta description. Now, I'm saying you can front load the keyword or keyword phrase at the beginning of this meta description. So, Cody, what'd you, what'd you go with here? I did. Do you need modern farmhouse ideas that are realistic and implementable? We've been there. Click here for our top 20 modern farmhouse ideas you can use now. So Exclamation mark. I like it. And the click here, right, we've got um, kind of some call to action in there. We've got very specific what this post is. We talk about it. We even use the number again. I think we got to change it to 21. Yep. Um, but the key is, if you use that keyword in the meta description, it's not absolutely necessary, and actually it won't change your ranking directly because it's just something, because Google doesn't use that for ranking from what we understand. The only reason it would change your ranking is because it might improve your click-through rate because Google bolds that keyword. If somebody searches that, it, they'll bold the keyword in your meta description. But mainly what we're focused on here is making sure that this meta description actually describes what the post is and calls them to action. And we want to make the click-through rate go up. That's the main thing. This meta description is all about click-through rate. And I saw a study recently that essentially said meta description is the number one thing that people are looking at when they're deciding whether to click something or not. They're basically just trying to understand what this is, and sometimes the title doesn't say it all. So they're looking at that description and making the decision based on that more than the, the title. Lastly, um, you can take the keyword phrase and put it in the first and last paragraph. And you can also bold the sentence with it in this, you know, in the, uh, I, don't, I don't want you to just bold the keyword because that looks a little spammy, but you can bold the whole sentence. And what Google is looking for is emphasis, right? And so there's this element of emphasis that you get from that, not only for the person landing on the page, and let's think about a user here for a second. If 
if I landed on that page and I see modern farmhouse ideas kind of quick and that's what I Googled, I might be more likely to stay, right? So that's useful for them as well, but it's also a point of emphasis. Google's looking for emphasis. So you gotta figure out how to put the keyword phrase in the first paragraph and the last paragraph without making it seem spammy. And this isn't an absolutely necessary thing. I'm not saying you have to do this. I'm saying if you can, it is gonna make it rank higher. So that's the quick on-page SEO checklist. Thank you for following along. Thank you so much, Cody, for doing those as we talked through them. And the best part about on-page SEO is you don't have to have a lot of technical expertise to know how to, to get in here and do this stuff. There's a lot of easy wins and low-hanging fruit to yeah. be had in here. And it's a lot of SEO. A lot of SEO is just changing content to make it more useful and more directly in line with the intent of the searcher. So once you figure out what the people want, line up your content with the intent of what people wanted. That's why you know the old way of doing things where you just write a blog post about what your company wanted and then you put it out there, you say what you want to do and you try to like manipulate the search results doesn't work anymore. It's, it's bad. I mean, the, the idea that you're sitting there trying to write something about what you want to sell and then trick somebody to click it with the meta title and description isn't going to work. You actually have to line up the content more and more with the intent of what they wanted because then at least you get a chance to make a positive brand impression and then maybe you could also have a, you can sprinkle in some call to actions in the in the blog post we often do like a, a call to action halfway down the post in the form of like an, almost like an ad and then sometimes at the end of the blog post we'll give a soft call to action if you need something like this let us know we'd love to help yep. but we're not hitting them over the head with hey buy from us and that's where I'll, I see a lot of small businesses really dropping the ball when it comes to content and that's why 91% of blog posts have zero traffic zero traffic so not only you know it's it's sad but you know people will try to save money or something like that by doing this all in house and they'll have their their administrative assistant or something like that write the blog post it's all self promotional it gets zero traffic and not only did you waste the money spending spending money on the person to write that post it's also not creating any kind of business result at all so you don't have any ROI and you wasted money on having that person do it so what we're trying to avoid is that we're trying to avoid it by doing this kind of extra work on the back end of, of blog posts to help them rank more for what they already might start be starting to rank for but it's also that other keyword research component of making sure that there's good targets to begin with and we're lining up with the intent of the searcher so thank you for watching and Thank you for listening on the Next Level Contractor Podcast. This has been Tim Brown and Cody Warren. And today we're talking about how to amplify existing content rankings with this easy on-page SEO checklist. It will also be in the description of the, of the podcast um, to go check out this checklist and, you know, snatch it, grab it, use it. And... Join us next week 
for the Next Level Contractor Podcast, helping small businesses be more profitable with better leads and better systems. And talk to you later. Bye. See ya.